Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pre-Med Perspectives. I'm Lassia, and today I'm here with a really special guest. Her name is Maya Hamoud, and she's an M1 at the University of Michigan Medical School. You know, the University of Michigan Medical School is a pretty cool medical institution, to say the the least, but her journey to her dream school wasn't that easy. Maya was rejected from every school she applied to her first cycle. She didn't get any interviews. And instead of letting that hold her down, she showed immense resilience, immense self-reflection, and she got into her dream school and she got seven interviews. That is tremendous. And before we start today, I just want to thank Maya for her honesty and for her letting me share her story because it's not easy to talk about these things And oftentimes the pre-med and medical community can be really toxic where we compare ourselves to each other, but I really appreciate her being so authentic and being so honest about her experience. And I know this is going to help so many people. So thank you for hopping on the podcast with me today, Maya. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. Awesome. So to kick it off, let's talk about uh, your mindset going into the first application process. Right. So the first time I applied, I have to say I didn't get it. Um, I kind of knew that my application was weak, but I kind of went into it thinking, I'm sure I'll get in somewhere. My application probably isn't that bad and things will probably turn out all right. Yeah, so I think this is a mentality that I can't even blame you for having because you went through four years of undergrad at the University of Michigan and you're probably works you work super hard and you're like hey like I want to put myself out there talk about how you felt when you put yourself out there and unfortunately it didn't go how you planned so that was kind of tough um I went into the application cycle knowing I had some weaknesses I knew my GPA was not as high as many of the other competitive uh, applicants and I also knew I didn't have clinical experience Um, But I kind of figured the other things such as research and other like activities uh, would kind of make up for that. But what I realized was that it wouldn't and some things are really important to the application and kind of can't be glossed over. Yeah, so I think what you're kind of hinting at over here is the idea of the holistic review of your application. The idea that every part of your journey so far is kind of almost scrutinized and looked at. So tell me a little bit about how you went about improving your GPA for your next um, reapplication. So in terms of GPA, I decided to do a post-bac program. When I first applied, I was finishing up my junior year. So I spent my senior year really focusing on getting good grades. And a big part of that was analyzing the way that I studied. I had kind of figured I know how to study, I've been doing this for years, but it kind of clicked that that wasn't working. Um, If I had a perfect study technique, my GPA wouldn't be what it was. So I tried new things and I tried new study techniques, um, things that I didn't really have much faith in until I tried them. And I discovered better ways to study and ended up doing much better my senior year. And then for my post-bac, I focused on anatomy and physiology Um, to kind of prepare myself for med school. But that was also another uh, opportunity to kind of boost my academics before reapplying. 
Totally. And I really like the emphasis you are placing on the fact that you're not just improving your GPA to have a higher number on your application. You want it to boost your GPA to study better, learn how to study better so that you would be better prepared for medical school. And would you say that this was this was the case? Do you think that it helped you study better now that you're in med school? Oh, definitely. When I look back on how I was studying um, for most of undergrad, I think if I had gotten in the first time, I would really be struggling in medical school because I just didn't have the skills to really handle the kind of level that you need at the medical school level. It's a lot more volume. Um, and frankly, I don't think I could have kept up if I hadn't really revamped my study techniques. Absolutely. And I think this is something that whether you're pre-med or not pre-med, it's something super too important to touch on. You know, we don't study just to have a GPA attached to our name. We study to build these habits that are going to carry on with us, whether you're going to grad school or your career in the future. So it's super important that you lay that foundation before entering. So we talked about the GPA. Let's talk about your activities. I know you said you didn't have much clinical experience going into the first round of applications. So how did you go about gaining more exposure and how did you do that? Oh, sorry, my internet cut off for a second. It's okay. Um, how did I go about gaining more exposure? Yeah, so you talked a little bit about how you felt you lacked clinical experience in the first cycle. So in the second cycle, how did you go about finding opportunities and how do you think it helped you? Um, so I kind of asked some friends what they did, kind of got ideas from people I knew. And one of the things I discovered was scribing. Um, so I started working at Scribe America. It was really interesting. Um, it's basically for people who don't know, you're basically shadowing a doctor and writing up the notes. So it kind of helps one learn like how a clinical environment runs and working with other people on the medical team, but also writing notes, which is really important for a med student. I'm sure I'm going to be doing a lot more of that next year, but um, you really learn a lot. You learn about, um, I guess, the business of medicine, like patient flow and treating people and hearing people's stories. And it's something that you can't really learn from a book. Um, and for me, it really solidified also like my passion. Like this is why I wanna go into medicine. I wanna help people. Like when I see a patient that comes in with a problem and then we see them a month later, two months later and they just keep improving. It's so rewarding and it's amazing to think like wow, I'm going to get to do this one day. So when I think of medical schools really emphasizing uh, applicants having clinical experience, I see why it really shows you like what your future is going to be like. Like it's a preview in what you're going to do as a doctor. Yeah, I love that you made that point. I think a lot of times pre-meds get stuck in this idea of checking off boxes and truly those you know, artificially placed boxes, they're not truly boxes, um, are there to better prepare you to understand why you want to be a physician. And if you want to be a physician, especially at the undergraduate level, that is so incredibly important. And I, I love the idea of scribing, right? Shadowing is one thing. Clinical experience is one thing. You put those two together, bang, like amazing, amazing experiences. And I can tell that that's something you truly really enjoyed. So you had all these uh, amazing experiences during your gap year um, post back. How are you able to reflect that into writing a stronger personal statement, secondaries, et cetera, et cetera? 
Uh, I think a really important part of it was that I really enjoyed the gap year. I didn't approach every day like I'm doing this to get into medical school. I kind of went with an approach like enjoy the journey. So when I was scribing, I really enjoyed it. I made friends at work. Like I, I like shadowed the doctors like during surgery, like outside of scribing. Um, so I was there to learn. I was there to really experience what was going on. So I think when I wrote my secondaries or talked about things during interviews, it just kind of showed like these were really real experiences I had over the past year. And it was really easy to talk about. I could bring up stories, stuff that I saw and things that inspired me and things that I learned, you know. So when I wrote I think you cut out there a little bit. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to like read no, the whole you're answer? Good, you're good. I think you were just ending off by saying the idea that it's you you approach it with a healthy mindset that, you know, this isn't just some box I'm checking. This isn't just some requirement I'm fulfilling. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to learn all I can. And I'm going to reflect that in my interviews and personal statements through all the stories that uh, I really accumulated over the year. Exactly. That's exactly right. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about that one section that reapplicants have to uh, fill out that says, are you a reapplicant? How did you approach that? Um, so that was not in every secondary, but certainly a lot of schools had a question like that. And I think that's a really great opportunity to talk about the fact that you recognize something was wrong with your first application and show how much you've grown, show what you've learned, show that you have the ability to reflect and take um, constructive criticism almost and, and learn from past mistakes and failures and turn them into something positive. So I think having that section to really talk about the changes I made really highlighted, I guess, like resilience and the fact that I was willing to look back and make changes. And the fact that I stuck with medicine rather than being kind of discouraged and turning away, I kind of doubled down and really tried to show like why I'm into this and why I'm applying. Totally. I mean, it takes a lot of resilience and self-reflection, like I said before, to pick yourself up from that type of your first type of application cycle and say, hey, this is something I really believe in and I'm not going to stop till I get there. And I'm and I'm positive that, you know, that's what medical school saw in you. And that's why you are where you are today. Awesome. So, you know, we, we filled out the application, we filled out the secondaries, your seven interviews roll in. How exciting did that feel? It was super exciting. Um, the first interview offer I got was Michigan. So that made it extra special. And it was just, I was through the roof. Um, but then after that wore off, it was like, okay, I really have to prepare. I have to make this go well. Um, how do I show them my best? How do I make sure I do a good job and actually get the acceptance? Um, so I think the most important thing is to familiar, familiarize yourself with your application. Make sure you remember all the experiences because some things on there are going to be from freshman year. So you don't want to um, have things that you don't really remember well. But you also want to try to focus on telling a story. The interview, for the most part, is the school trying to get a sense of who you are and whether or not you'd be a good fit. Um, at least that's my understanding of it. But 
I feel if you've gotten the interview, the school's interested. So now you want to show them why you deserve that. So I think really knowing your application, really knowing why you're going into medicine, um, having a clear story as to, um, I guess, why you did the activities you did in undergrad. Like you said, you don't want it to come across as like you're trying to check off boxes. You want to show the interviewers that you're really passionate about the things that you did and you have interests outside of just becoming a med student and you're kind of holistic. Um, and I guess just showing who you are as a person, right? Like personality as well as interests is really important for interviews. So just knowing that and practicing talking about what you've done with someone, because um, I guess it can be kind of awkward if you've never done it before, like talking about yourself, telling your life story to someone who doesn't know. So just kind of practicing talking about your application was the most important thing uh, in terms of preparing for interviews, but it was a really exciting time. And um, I'd say exciting mixed with this, a twinge of nervousness. Totally. Yeah, I can only imagine how exciting it was for you to get that flood of interview requests. And I, I really like what you have to say about, it's not just about what you've done, it's about how you present what you've done and it's about showing who you truly are. And I know that, um, University of Michigan Medical School has a really cool interview process where, you know, you're not only talking to faculty, but you're talking to the people that you're going to be studying next to and working next to. So talk a little bit about the experience you had at your medical school's interview, you know, were there MMIs, were there group interviews? Um, so yeah, Michigan's interview was really great. We had a lot of exposure to, um, other med students, like we had lunch and there were a lot of med students present. So we really got to see um, people who go there and we saw so many people who were so excited to be at Michigan and there was really a strong sense of community. So it was a great environment. I don't feel like I was nervous once I got there. I felt kind of like this would be a great place to be. Um, and then in terms of interviews, um, it wasn't I think they called them MMIs, but it was a mix of both traditional interviews and um, and like small, smaller MMI type interviews. Um, but yeah, it was really, I felt like it was really a good way to showcase yourself and your traits and how you, um, I guess, your personality. Totally. So I think you bring up a really good point about how not only were you there for the medical school to kind of get a sense of who you are, but you were there to kind of get a sense of who the school is and what the community was like. And I think it's super important, although medical school is really hard to get into, even getting interviews is tremendously competitive. You're not necessarily going to interviews just to be judge but it's important to see hey is this a place that I can really see myself at and I'm really happy that you found a school that you really really were excited about being a part of so we went through the entire application process tell us about the moment you got accepted oh wow that was really exciting I still remember it um so I had first been deferred even the second time but I got a phone call uh, from the director of admissions that I'd been accepted. And I remember it was a summer day, at, well, not quite summer, but late May. And I was so not expecting this call. I didn't recognize the number. So I just kind of asked like, hello. And then she said, hi, like, congratulations. Uh, you got into Michigan. And I was just so excited, jumping up and down. And then 
I was actually about to drive over to my parents' house. So I went there and I told them and they were so excited and it was just probably the happiest day ever. Oh, I'm so like, I can so sense your excitement and passion towards your medical school through everything you said today. And truly congratulations on getting through not only the first cycle, but, you know, picking yourself up and going through the second cycle and truly advocating for yourself. That's so commendable. And again, I really appreciate you being vulnerable today and talking about this, this topic. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I think this is a great episode to listen to. Uh, When this episode releases, we're going to be probably in the midst of the application cycle. So hopefully this makes you feel a little bit better that whatever happens, happens. And if you work hard enough and whatever is meant to be for you will happen and you will eventually be um, very, very happy like Maya at where you're at. So thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned for next Friday's episode. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Thanks guys.